This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. All right. Hey, friends. How's everybody feeling all right? Uh, it's the weekend eve. We've got a couple of hours to kill. I think we've got a good topic today, and we look forward to diving on into it. Of course, this is the Workday Red Zone. We appreciate you tuning in with us here on the Ticket Radio Network. Uh, one of these days, we'll be streaming again at 953theticket.com or on your TuneIn app by getting that saved to your smartphone and then searching for KNEA. If you would like to shout at us today, phone lines are going to be open for a lot of today's program at 9303776. That is, of course, the number on the Ritter Communications hotline. And then uh, also, you can interact with us on social media, facebook.com slash 95.3. Excuse me. Let me back up on that. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place you can find us. Old habits, man. Sometimes they get you. And then also on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. You can search for today's KavanaughCars.com question using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara. I'm joined here for hour one by Keith Merritt. Who remembers a 1967 base brawl that lasted 45 minutes. Yesterday was nothing. I don't think that's a brawl. I think that's more of a melee. Yeah. Pier sixer possibly, perhaps. Not even a pier sixer. Not even a pier sixer? There have to be punches thrown. Donnie Brook? Donnie Brook. Kerfluffle is, is closer. If it's 45 minutes, it's longer. That's no, more no, than no, kerfuffle. no. The one in 67? Yeah. That was a Donnie Brook pier sixer. Oh, okay. That's what punches I thought we were, were talking okay. about. No, no, yeah, no. Punches last, were thrown. Yesterday, that was like skirmish. Yeah. You just had like two bodies at the ground. That wouldn't, that, and, there and weren't even punches. Pete Alonso because he didn't realize how strong Stubby Clap is. Uh, obviously, we're going to dive into that coming up later on in the program. But of course, also here with us today, producer Kate Carlton. Good afternoon. And uh, I think today a solid question that should generate a little bit of discussion that we'll get through throughout the course of the afternoon. Uh, let's talk about some of the notes, uh, news and notes from around the area before we dive into that question. I want to pass along congratulations to Olivia Schmidt of Arkansas State. She made history yesterday as she became just the second player from A-State to be selected as an individual qualifier for the NCAA Women's Golf Championship. Uh, the junior was one of 36 individual qualifiers selected, so she is now going to be competing in Tallahassee, and that runs from May 9th through the 11th. Uh, meanwhile, we mentioned yesterday, of course, a former NEA standout is on the move. Earl High School alum Gary Bohannon announced Wednesday that he was going to be leaving Baylor football and had entered his name into the transfer portal. He started 12 of 14 games last season for the Bears. In Cardinal news, of course, you all know what uh, the big story from yesterday was, but uh, they also won the game, by the way. They <laughs> avoided the sweep by winning that series finale against the Mets. By the final score of 10-5, to Nolan Arenado stayed hot at the plate. Uh, three hits, three runs batted in, in three plate appearances. Today, the Cardinals turn their attention to Arizona. It's a four-game series that begins tonight at Bush Stadium and uh, also at 645 on our sister station, 95-9, the Wolf. Uh, of course, uh, Grizzlies not back in action again until tomorrow, but they do know if they win that series if they're able to go ahead and, and deal that knockout blow to the Timberwolves that they would be facing the Golden State Warriors as they were able to wrap up that series yesterday. So all of those different topics we're going to throw at you through the course of the day. But uh, KavanaughCars.com question. I want to know what you feel like is the biggest 
what if for your team? College level, pro level, whatever level. Uh, this is just one of those questions. Speculation sometimes is fun. Rampant speculations about what might have happened if this did or this did not happen. I love conversations like this. Also, I feel like it's a fun day to ask something like this because it's NFL Draft Day. And everyone who is a fan of, of a pro team anywhere, it's at some point in time throughout your franchise's history, there has been a what if related to your team's respective draft. What if you had taken player A instead of player B? What if you had traded? There's millions that come from the NFL draft, and there will be several that come out of this 2022 draft that is going to be happening tonight, but uh, it certainly does not have to be draft-related as there's a lot of fun sports stories out there that could have gone in a multitude of different directions for whatever reason. So again, what is the biggest what if in your team's history? NFL Draft Basics for tonight, 7 o'clock. It is on uh, multiple stations, basically the ESPN, ABC platform. I don't know which stream is going to be airing which talking heads or what, but uh, again, you'll be able to find it in in a lot of different places. Kind of uh, an interesting draft uh, this year. One, you know, there's not going to be a quarterback taken number one overall. And that's always... You never know. You never know. There's not going to be. Not this year. It's, I it's, wouldn't think so, but NFL teams do stupid things all the time, 12 months out of the year. They do, but not this stupid. And, and not that I'm saying that there's not potential there for Malik Willis, but I don't even think he's projected to go in the top 15. That's the highest quarterback that's that's anticipated to be drafted this year. It's only going to be uh, the seventh time this century where a quarterback's not going to go number one, and it hasn't happened since 2017. It's been kind of interesting reading through draft coverage this week, and I, I'm not a, a diehard NFL fan. I'm not a diehard draft person. You know, I've kept tabs the past. You keep tabs because you follow sports and because it's on and because the NFL there. drives the conversation, but... You know, I don't sit there and just thumb through a ton, a ton of mock drafts or anything like that, but I do find it interesting that there's not just this overwhelming feeling about how the beginning of the draft is going to shake out. I've seen about three different mock drafts that mentioned about three different guys listed as the potential number one, even though it does seem like there's some buzz for um, Trayvon Martin uh, to go first out of Georgia because... Well, why not? does look to be, you know, defensive heavy early on, offensive line heavy early on. So it will be interesting to see if that continues to go in that uh, direction. Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. And then uh, Aiden Hutchinson there singly at uh, one particular mock draft I'm looking at now. But again, you can pretty much you can go around and find the mock draft that lists the guy you want to see <laughs> land on your team. You can probably find, uh, you know, find that out there if you want to if you search hard enough but it's uh gonna be an interesting night uh this is going to be happening in vegas uh maybe the sound from the bellagio fountain will drown out the booze for roger goodell but there will still be people booing them from their own respective living room so yeah i mean all across the country you'll be able to Record booze for Roger Goodell. 
There have been 21 invited prospects, so that means probably about 21 super awkward hugs, which are one of the best and worst things to ever come out of the first round of the NFL draft. But uh, but it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Kind of interesting in in this year, you've got a ton of guys that are excuse me, not a ton of guys, a ton of teams that have multiple picks in the first round. So we're going to see a lot of the same teams over and over early. In fact, I think there's somewhere in the neighborhood of eight. Uh, and again, uh, does expect to be kind of defensive heavy, offensive line heavy uh, early on. Uh, of note in state, you know, Arkansas is Traylon Burks. Um, depending on where you look, he will or will, will not hear his name called tonight. If he doesn't hear his name called tonight, it's going to be first thing uh, tomorrow as he's listed on ESPN as the 24th best player in the draft. But of course, most teams are not drafting strictly based on best available. You have particular items of need. I think, do think people wonder, you know, if Jerry Jones could do something wacky and reach out and grab him. Uh, therefore, Dallas, we know he loves those Arkansas alums. So we'll see how that happens. And the Sun Belt, about three players, I think, expected to possibly get drafted over the next three days. But uh, nobody uh, tonight. So should be fun. We'll see how it all shakes out. And, of course, there will be plenty of what-ifs that come from tonight and tomorrow and the night after that on down the line. But KavanaughCars.com question today. What is the biggest what if for your team? I could do about three shows based on A-State's 5-5 five and five era alone, but we'll try and condense it to about two segments today, and we'll start with one of those topics when we come back. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Chill and Grill is back with a mega blowout meat sale. Get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Get on down to 2310 West Kings Highway in Paragold at the Quality Inn across from Lowe's and Harbor Freight. 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. That's right, 20 ribeyes, just 40 bucks. While supplies last. Northeast Arkansas Construction is hiring to build the future. Building out the region's fiber optic network to connect to the world. Brian tells us about one great thing about working for Northeast Arkansas Construction. Probably the family-friendly environment, the uh, the amount of knowledge that these people can offer and the chance that they'll give anybody is amazing. On a daily basis, it just keeps seems like it keeps getting better and better and better. NEA Construction takes pride in being Arkansas's leading fiber optic construction company. Join our great work environment with state-of-the-art equipment, full training, fully paid health insurance, and paid vacation, all at industry-leading hourly pay. Call 870-972-8565. That's 972-8565. Or visit nearkansasconstruction.com. Northeast Arkansas Construction. We make a difference. Equal opportunity employer. The basketball playoffs are here, and you can wager on all the games with the Bentley Sportsbook from Southland Casino. It's the only online sportsbook live in Arkansas. Visit Bentley.com to sign up and cash in on your up to $250 risk-free first bet. Bentley's online sports betting offers real paydays. Place bets on pro and amateur sports, including the local teams with Bentley. B-E-T-L-Y.com. Plus, you'll get paid in cash. The Bentley Sportsbook's easy action is a slam dunk. Take your shot today. Must be 21. 
21 or older and located in Arkansas to bed. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Nebo Auto Center, Northeast Arkansas's original new car alternative is now celebrating its 20th year. And now is the perfect time to swing by their all-new location, just a quarter mile south of the old one on Stadium Boulevard. If you're in the market for a late model, low-mileage car, truck, or SUV, Nebo has a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget. Visit NeboAuto.com and see them at their new location at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. And look for the red roof. We go Nebo. You know, there's a lot of frustration in farming. One of them is sitting in your truck waiting on parts while your field needs to be worked. That's why Baker Implement is committed to you and your farm, providing you the best service, support, and quality parts fast. With multiple locations, they're sure to have the parts you need. That's why you need to visit BakerImplement.com. 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 Because sitting in that truck waiting for them parts just makes you matter and matter. Get your parts. Get them fast at BakerImplement.com. What does better mean to you? Maybe it's better services, better support, better ways to build a life or buy a home or run a business. First Security is your partner for it all with resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others. That's because First Security takes care of customers while building communities. Better for you, better for Arkansas, better for all. First Security, bank better. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Did you know one in three adults is at risk for kidney disease? And kidney failure is more than three times higher in African Americans. If you have high blood pressure or diabetes, you could be the one. Visit the National Kidney Foundation at kidney.org. Now you know. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Day Red Zone. It's Kara, Keith, Cade hanging out with you today, playing the what if game and asking you, what do you feel like is the biggest what if ever for your team? I mean, any team that's that's been around for a long time, you're going to have a million of them. <laughs> yeah. Whether you're a, a college sports fan or an MLB or NFL or NBA or NHL or any different variation of letters that represents a pro sport pro sports league I mean everybody has a couple of these that range from you know things that would have made things a little bit different to things that would have made things significantly different and one of my favorite things to speculate about you know Arkansas State what could have happened is just really at any point in time there are so many different things that could have gone differently during Arkansas State football's 5-5 five and five era that you almost kind of don't know where to start. Because at any point in time, there could have been a different coach come in anywhere in, in that era, and it might have been just a train wreck. There's, there's no telling what could have happened if, if it, different hires had been 
uh, different. And that rank, and that goes from you know the coaches to the administration to assistants that were around during the time. There are so many things that just if one little thing would have gone in a different direction, we might not have seen all of those wins in the early 2010s. But one of the things that ultimately started the entire conversation um, in terms of the 5-5 five and five era and one of the things that sparked all the wins was, uh, well, it was Lane's Kiffin, Lane Kiffin's fault. Or maybe it's credit to <laughs> Lane Kiffin. Because one of the biggest things in that, in that era is, is the question of what would have happened if Lane Kiffin hadn't left Tennessee and the various and assorted um, aftershocks that happened from that move. Of course, ultimately, you know, Tennessee and USC were <laughs> the ones that were most significantly impacted by that decision. But, you know, if you go back and look, and I'm going to borrow some words here from A-State Nation, who uh, put up an article all the way back in 2014 that was titled, quote, Lane Kiffin, Arkansas State Hero. Because if you go back to, to that time, in 2009, or after the 2009 season, Steve Roberts was on the hunt for a new offensive coordinator because they were coming off a 4-8 season. Offensive scoring had dropped in, in, uh, in those years, and it, it wasn't good. Roberts' final two choices were Clay, Helton, and Hugh Freeze. And Roberts ultimately went with Clay Helton. Hugh Freeze took a job as the offensive coordinator at San Jose State. Well, uh, a couple months uh, after that, Lane Kiffin left Tennessee, departing Knoxville by the glow of a burning mattress after just one season as the head coach of the Volunteers. Well worded here by A-State Nation, reading directly off the page, I'm telling you. But, uh, but uh, after he'd been at USC for about a month, Kiffin revealed that he had hired Helton away from Arkansas State. So with Roberts back on the hunt once again for an offensive coordinator, who did he turn to? Hugh Freeze. Exactly. And then, of course, we all know what happened after that. Uh, of course, uh, although um, the offense took a big step up in the 2010 season, ultimately it was another four-win campaign, and it would be Roberts last as the head coach of Arkansas State. So I think a lot of people locally uh, made it clear that if the powers that be hired anyone other than Hugh Freeze for that head coaching role, it would be a huge, huge misstep. So they did, and then I think everybody knows what happens. After that, although we'll circle back around to this five and five topic in a moment. Let's go to the Ritter Communications Hotline and check in with Bootsy. How are you? I'm doing well, and uh, someone might have already given this answer because I literally have only been able to listen but just the last three or four minutes. But uh, my answer is what if Gus Malzahn had been able to stay two or three years in Arkansas State? and build upon what he had started, not only on the football field, but his hiring just got the attention of everybody in the state of Arkansas on Arkansas State football. It was just tremendous, the impact that he had in just terms of, of uh, you know people realizing what a state was and where a state was, and uh, not to mention what happened on the field. And he's still the coach that was the architect, what was in many people's mind, including myself, the most near-perfect football game you'll ever see with that 45 to nothing thrashing of Middle Tennessee uh, in Jonesboro. It was just a masterpiece. 
you know, you kind of came into this program and and showed that you could win at, at A-State. Gus wanted to take everything to the next level and show that you could uh, win also by having uh, incredible f- facilities and by having a lot of buzz around your program and, and things like that. It's that's, that's a really interesting question, Bootsy. What if, I, I think it would have been, you know, A-State, it would have been a minor miracle for A-State to have kept him more than two years. But yeah, what if, what if Auburn hadn't decided to run Chizik off so quickly? After a national championship run. At that point in time, that was flat out unheard of. Just how quickly that turnaround was from a natty to Chizik being unemployed. It was kind of wild that, that it happened that quickly. And of course, as soon as it did happen, Auburn turned to Gus. And that was one and done for him at, at A-State. And you knew Auburn was going to turn to Gus yeah. Yeah. when they got tired of Gene Chizik. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh... I just, I just think we would have been really uh, able to uh, capitalize uh, on that groundwork, and uh, maybe wouldn't we would not have uh, what's the word I'm looking for missed out on some of the opportunities that we missed out on yeah. in the ensuing years, uh, as far as football is concerned. Yeah, because you know, the first time there were conversations about having a north end zone facility, about having an indoor practice facility. That was that was when Gus was here. And the practice facility, you know, is, has been a thing for a few years now, but the north end zone has, has not. I mean, it took eight years for that to happen after Gustav left. So what if it had been something that he was able to have, you know, they broke ground on that in, in 2013 instead of 2019? Mm, yeah. And, you know, he literally said, you know, you mentioned it a few minutes ago, Gus literally said that one of the reasons that he came is that uh, because Freeze showed that you can win at Arkansas State. He he said that with his own mouth. Yeah. He realized that you can win here. Because think about it, it had been a long, long time since they, they put a, a winner on the field after they, at that time. So, yeah, it just uh, uh, you just you just think, man, what in the world would have happened had he been able to stay two or three years? Uh, I'm 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 convinced it would have been something marvelous. <laughs> so, but it wasn't to be. It was not. Uh, a state more or less roundabout got there eventually, in terms of uh, some of the the facility things, and still working to get back to um, that double digit wins. So that might be a couple more years away. Yeah, unfortunately, it's going to be uh, at least a couple more years, unless uh, you know some things fall into place that uh, beyond what we can see at the moment. Yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see. Maybe maybe uh, some things coming up soon will exceed our expectations. You can you can only hope. <laughs> That's exactly right. We can we can only hope. So maybe things will just fall fall into place faster. Some guys will grow up quicker and. The thing that I'm and again, this is this is starting to be a broken record now. But you just with the portal, you just don't know. You know, you can never get to a point to where you think, okay, my roster's set and we're ready for next season. Because by the time the season rolls around, key guys could have left. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, that also presents an opportunity for some, to bring some more guys in. But man, the revolving door is just uh, kind of frustrating. 
We'll get used to it, Bootsy. Yeah, we will. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. And I'll say this, and then I'll get off of here. You know, I hear people call in, and they talk about, well, it's, it's ruined it for me. It's ruined college football. And I don't necessarily agree with that, because here's the thing. In a few years, every day there are, there are people who athletics or in general and football in particular, it's coming to their conscience for the first time. They begin to pay attention to football or athletics for the first time. Well, to those people that are really young, all they'll know is what is new to us today. This portal thing, that's all they'll know. So it won't be a big deal to them. They'll love sports. They'll understand what the portal's all about. They won't have the memories that, that we have of how it used to be, you know? So I don't think it's all doom and gloom. It's frustrating, but uh, it's not going to, as far as I can tell right now, it's not going to uh, quench my thirst for athletics. I think I'll be just as, in fact, I've already renewed my season tickets for football and women's basketball. I'm ready to go. So it's frustrating but I'm still going to watch, even though I probably won't know the players but a couple of months before they leave. <laughs> Just uh, have to get more used to carrying around rosters with you. That's exactly right. But yeah. anyway, thank you for taking the call. Hey, thanks for calling today, Bootsy. We appreciate it. Thanks. All right, take care. I mean, he's its not the only one. I definitely had to sit there at the spring game and... Okay. who Who's that? Double check a lot, a lot on who... Player A and Player B was just to just to make sure, because even if you know you have so many guys transfer out that even if you know you've got still got several guys the same. Sometimes if you know they've been here for a while and all of a sudden their lucky number comes open, they want to switch numbers or something like that. So even even when it's the same, there's still the possibility it can be different. And I know that there's so much change right now in college athletics, and I think it it continues to be difficult to get used to because it's just boom, 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 boom. Like you barely have, we barely had a chance to get adjusted as fans to life in the transfer portal era before all of a sudden it was also life in the NIL era. And then now there's uh, all of these other changes taking place for pretty much everybody in the country. You're about to have to get used to new conference rivals and what that looks like. So as a fan, it just feels like everything is in such a tumultuous time. Stuff is changing and different every single blessed moment. So it'll be okay. We're going to get through it. We're going to have two years to catch our breath, and then the you-know-what's going to hit the fan again, and we'll all adjust when, we'll adjust when that happens. <laughs> when that happens. But uh, in the meantime, I tell you what, we need to take a break. We'll continue this discussion. What's the biggest what-if ever in history for your team? I've got, a, I've got a couple more for A-State I want to throw out. We'll do that when we come back. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. You'll get the best rates and coverage for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance. I mean, let's be real. You want the best coverage for the least amount of money, and there's no need to overpay. So whether you're looking for vehicle insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, make it Rob Taylor State Farm. 
Reach out to Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance and get a free quote today. Tell them, Carla. Eso es correcto, Brandon. Puedes agarrar los mejores precios y coberturas para ti y tu familia con Rob Taylor State Farm. Puede ser aseguranza para tu auto, casa, negocio y vida, incluyendo aseguranza para inquilinos. Hazlo con Rob Taylor State Farm y pregunten por Carla. It's Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or on Facebook. Rob Taylor State Farm en Jonesboro y Pocahontas. El número para marcar es 870-520-6161. Farmers, have you booked your new crop corn in Milo? Before you do, call Pico Foods. Pico is buying new crop corn in Milo at always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, supports local producers, and they're buying new crop corn in Milo right now. In Arkansas, Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Hey, it's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekellmotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors. We are professional grade. Chill and Grill is back with a mega blowout meat sale. Get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Get on down to 2310 West Kings Highway in Paragold at the Quality Inn across from Lowe's and Harbor Freight. 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. That's right, 20 ribeyes, just 40 bucks while supplies last. Livestock prices still down a bit this hour. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson from the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. May corn at 815 down a half with July corn at 812 down a quarter. May soybeans at 1716 down 10 and a half with July soybeans at 1686 down six and three quarters. May wheat at 1083 up three with July wheat at 1095 up three and three quarters. May cotton at 14608 up 355 with July cotton at 14229 up 161. May rice at 1679 and a half up 13 and a half. July rice at 1717 up 14. Moving on to livestock now, April live cattle 13835 down 15 with June live cattle 13382 and a half down 120. April feeder cattle 15590 down 30 with May feeder cattle 15747 and a half up 12 and a half. May lane hogs at 10310 down 107 and a half with June hogs at 10970 down 65. That's your EAB noon market report and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Stewart. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 
Kara, Keith, and Kate asking you today, what is the biggest what if ever for your team? That is the KavanaughCars.com question. Again, we could throw out so many from the 5-5 five and five era of Arkansas State, but I'm going to try and limit that today. <laughs> but but I do want to throw out uh, just, just a couple more here in, in this segment because there's one that I think is fascinating because it would have impacted not just Arkansas State, but collegiate football around the state of Arkansas. And that's what if in December of 2013 that Arkansas State had hired Chad Morris instead of Blake Anderson. That was the hot and heavy rumor at the time, right before it was announced that Blake Anderson had taken that job. Uh, You know, a tweet here from December the 18th of 2013, Arkansas State appears to be down to Chad Morris and Blake Anderson. Deal appeared to be done with Anderson, but Morris emerged. There's so many rumors from that time. And normally I don't like to, you know, base a show or anything completely around rumors. But I will throw out, you know, some things that I've heard over the years. I've heard that this job was offered to Chad Morris. And Chad Morris, due to um, family or I think family was the issue, but there was something else. He decided to stay at Clemson for another year. He was at that point in time the highest paid coordinator in all of college football. and An up-and-coming star. An absolute star at Clemson at that point in time. And so that was uh, his decision to, to say yes or no. He could have gone either, either way on that. Um, what I do know absolutely for a fact is that the day after that tweet, Terry Mahodra announced on social media, quote, I'm excited to announce Blake Anderson as our new head football coach. More details coming soon fairly standard tweet when you're making an announcement. The fascinating thing about that was that for that tweet, Terry Mahondra had his location turned on. And he tweeted that at 8.01 a.m. on the morning of December 19th from South Carolina. Now, I don't know if he was definitely 1,000% down the road from Chad Morris's house when he put out that tweet because location services can be goofy. Half the time my phone thinks I'm in Dallas, half the time it thinks I'm in Hoxie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So it's not. <laughs> and you're neither. Yes. So just because it says he was from South in South Carolina, does that mean he was, you know, calling from the or tweeting, excuse me, from the Clemson campus? No. No. What it probably means is that his uh, internet provider was in South Carolina. But it doesn't mean he wasn't there either. That's true. So that is, of course, a, a huge what if. Because what we saw after that, you know, um, Arkansas State went on to hire Blake Anderson. And we saw how that that worked out for, for seven years. And then, of course, Chad Morris spent, what, one more year at Clemson and then two years at SMU and then was on his way to Arkansas. And, of yeah. course, that was just like a historical tire fire there while he was at the helm of, of the Hogs. So that one move could have changed a couple different trajectories here in the state. And... <laughs> Look, Hog fans, better y'all than us. Uh, I can't. <laughs> that I don't. I I'm, I'm sorry you guys had to go through it, but I'm glad that the A State faithful did not. Would he have had success at Arkansas? State? I, I mean, you don't know. He could, it could have been a completely yeah, different situation. He had some success at SMU. Yeah, I mean, he beat A State as the head coach of SMU. Yeah. He wasn't awful there. It wasn't a historic tire fire. No. Until he got to Fayetteville. And then it was That bad. was an historic dark. Man, that was bad, bad. Let's go to the phones and check in with Zach. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. How are y'all? Good. You? Pretty good. Pretty good. 
saw where Milwaukee, the defending champs, moved on last night after closing out Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And DeMar DeRozan had a very underwhelming 11 points last night. I didn't watch but, uh, any of the NBA last night, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm killing well, I, time till Friday. I didn't watch a lot either, but I watched enough to know, you know, what. Sure, sure. You know. But, yeah, DeMar DeRozan, they were really high on him about two months ago, saying he was an MVP candidate in the way Chicago was playing. And I know they've had a couple of injuries, but when you're the star, don't you think you've got to do better than 11 points a game for, the, for a closeout game? Well, they, they didn't have to worry about Zach Levine, and so they could direct all their defensive efforts against DeRozan. Uh, that is true, Keith. And that, that's mind. what happens in the NBA a lot. Well, Chris Middleton, you know, he was out for the uh, uh, Bucks after game one, and, you know, they had injuries too, but you got to expect one more from DeRozan. I think he's a fraud come postseason. I mean, in Toronto, they were the one seed one year, and Cleveland and LeBron swept them in the first round, and then he gets traded, and what happens? They get Kyle Leonard, they win an NBA title. He goes to San Antonio, and the Spurs don't do jack squat. But uh, anyways. Hey, um, I want you to weigh in on, on the KavanaughCars.com question because I have I have one answer for you, but I'm certainly not going to put words in your mouth, and I want to know uh, what your answer would be. What do you feel like is the biggest what if for your team? Well, I mean, this is going to be a Boston-based answer. Okay, okay. Uh, first, I'm going to go with, uh, and I think, Keith, I think Keith would agree with me on this one, uh, if Lim Bias hadn't died of a cocaine drug overdose uh, in 1986 when he was drafted by the Celtics. Yeah, how good would he have been in the NBA? How much longer could he have pro- prolonged burden their run in the 80s? You know, uh, they lost to the Lakers that, 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 that very next season, 86-87. Uh, in the NBA Finals, I, I think uh, they could have won a couple more titles with Lim Bias as their main option after Bird and old age set in. You know, um, another what if, and I'm glad this happened this way. What if Pete Carroll decided to had Russell Wilson hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch at the Super Bowl? That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll honest. I'll, I'll be honest. That's not the direction I thought you would go. Well, honesty is the best policy, so tell me what you was thinking. I thought maybe you'd throw out the question of what if Drew Bledsoe wasn't injured? Oh, wow. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, and I like Drew Bledsoe, you know. Uh, he got the Patriots to the Super Bowl back in 97 against Green Bay, losing after both. You know, it, 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 things worked out for the best. Yeah. I'll put it that way. <laughs> it did. I think that's fair to say. But, uh, Kate, I heard you yesterday. I don't know if it was on Care's show or on your show, the setup. You were talking about uh, how Conair's the uh, a good one of the best bad movies of all time. Yeah, it's the greatest bad movie ever. Yeah, you know what? I, I can't help but like the movie in a way. It's got so many good actors in it. I mean, it's a bad movie, but it's it's so it's so bad it's good. I mean, yeah, put, like put, Nick Cage's southern accent is terrible, but it's so bad it's well, good. He sounds like he's from the 1850s Antebellum South. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like he sounds like Clark Gable from Gone with the Wind. You know, it's like <laughs> modern day, you know, Alabama. It sounds like he's, he's, he's like back in the 1850s South. That's how he's talking. Wrong, wrong time piece there. But uh, yeah, I love I love John Cusack and John Malkovich in it as well. That was great. Had a had a great cast. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's a fun action movie. It gave us one of the best gifts of all time. Just Nick yeah, Cage, I mean, that, you know, hair blowing in the wind. <laughs> I mean, that's it's glorious. Yeah. Put the bunny down. Why didn't you put the bunny down? 
anyways. All right, guys, that's all I've got. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Lynn Bias slash uh, Pete Carroll uh, deciding to, you know, uh, overthink things and, and have Russell Wilson try to pass the ball instead of handing it off. You know, he had the, you know what, the palm of his hand, and all he had to do was squeeze, but nope. Anyways, see you guys. Thanks for the phone call, Zach. We'll see you. He leaves the phone lines open at 9303776. What is the biggest what if ever for your team? Yeah, I thought I thought maybe he'd go Bledsoe, but. No. What if Lynn Bias? They That's were, a big what if. That is a big what if. Those are some great answers. Uh, you call. You all can weigh in with us as well. One more here um, for A-State in, in the whole 5-5 five and five era. Uh, but I, I think one of the biggest questions, if you go back and, and look at that entire time period, what if those 10 players who were there for the duration had elected to go somewhere else. I mean, if if the transfer portal had been a thing in the beginning of the 2010s, A-State would have never been able to have that run of success because so often people try and figure out, you know, the the main character, the main driving force behind the success in that early era. And they'll point to Gus or Hugh or Ryan Applin or Terry Mahodger or Dean Lee or somebody else. But it's not. It's those 10 players. Those 10 fivers. That decided to be there through the duration. We will never see anything like that again at any program in terms at of... At any level. At any level in terms of players who want to continue to stick it out through that much adversity and that much change. But those 10 men changed the trajectory of A-State Athletics. And kudos to them and kudos to them for staying. So glad that glad that the portal was not around back then because <laughs> it, it would have been weird and it would have been hopping in every single A-State offseason from 2010 to 2014. Uh, just a, a different time. By the way, uh, I have not seen any Arkansas State portal news in the past 23 hours and 20 minutes since we you know, went off air yesterday. Um, it does not mean that there is not any that exists or that there won't be any over the next couple of days as we get closer to that May 1st deadline. It just means that if there's been any in the past 24 hours, I have overlooked it. So... <laughs> <laughs> it could be out there, but I haven't seen it. Depends on how deep you have to dig. Yeah. Yeah, I might do a, a quick Twitter check just in case. But even then, that's not necessarily 100% accurate right now, just because there's so much news that these accounts that typically post that, like the Rivals Portal, portal and the 24-7 Portal and Verbal Commits, for the most part, they're continuing to be able to update you know, who is outgoing, but when a player lands somewhere else, you know, they've, they haven't been able to, um, they don't necessarily know. Yeah. Because again, when you're trying to keep tabs on, you know, anywhere from 1000 to 1600 players, depending on what sport you're updating, then obviously it's, that's a lot. That's a lot to do. It's not easy. Yeah. It is certainly not easy at all. 9303776. Take one more phone call here before we go to break and check in with Red Wolf Mark. What are you doing? Uh, who, who, who we, did we have somebody late and late from May State again? Not, not today. Not today. Okay. Or, or did somebody or somebody join our team? Not today. Oh, we need some. We need people join our team. Yeah. Today. Today is a today is a no portal news day so far as of twelve forty three p.m. Incoming that or outgoing. That is good. Yeah, but we'll take some players on the portal, though. Yeah. 
Yeah. Gonna need some. Yep. Yep. Daisy says ain't made it nowhere, has he? I, I have not seen any word of that. Okay. Daisy, if you're listening, you need to come back. Yeah. So I'm gonna say come back come back to A State. Your home your hometown, buddy. Yeah. Um I'm gonna say go to everybody in Jonesboro. Mm-hmm. And go Miss Karen and go and go Cade and go Keith Merritt. Thank you. Keith Merritt needs a shout out. Keith Merritt always needs uh, shout outs. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh I don't, I don't wanna say Keith Merritt when you get in, you need to go get you need to go get you some food. You need to go get you a uh cheeseburger with onion rings. And a milkshake. We still have some pizza in the fridge from Lost Pizza if you would like to help yourself from that. That is that is a gift that keeps on giving this week. I, I have yeah. my lunch <laughs> okay. at home. And yeah. I'm, 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 I don't want to talk about it because way. I'm afraid I'd drool. <laughs> All right. Wow. What you, what you eating at home, Mr. <laughs> well, he uh, just, he just said he's not going to talk about it. Doesn't want to drool on his microphone. Oh. It it's lasagna. That sounds amazing. Lasagna. Lasagna, huh? Uh-huh. Well, uh, Keith, I'll be at your house in 20 minutes. <laughs> you won't get in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to find a locked door. Uh, yeah. I think I'll go eat, I think I'll go eat with Kate today. Kate, have you already ate? Oh. Uh, I have already ate, yes. Oh, well, I'll just come up there and eat with you, Carrie. I have to eat some pizza. Yeah, I'm sworn off food for the rest of my life. I don't eat anymore. Yeah. I'm going to say, all right, Ian, thank you. Thanks, Red Wolf Mark. Uh, let's go ahead and go to break. Uh, we're oh, a little bit overdue for one. We'll hit pause, come back, and uh, wrap up this hour with Keith Merritt here on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Tonight, the draft kicks off at 8 Eastern, and normally we have a general consensus on the top prospects by draft night. That's not the case this year. There have been reports that teams have different evaluations of many of the draft's top players. That's made it difficult to establish a clear-cut top prospect at some of the league's more coveted positions. QB, wide receiver, corner, edge rusher, and offensive tackle are still without a clear top prospect. That makes putting together a mock draft pretty tough. But as fans, the uncertainty could make tonight even more exciting. To make things even more unpredictable, many teams inside the top 10 don't have a real track record in the draft. That will make accurately predicting the top 10 difficult, let alone the first round. So if you have a mock draft for tonight, don't beat yourself up over missing a couple of picks because this year's draft could be one of the more unpredictable in recent memory. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. At Love Sack, they know a lot about total comfort. And they also know that doesn't mean just a couch to sit on and relax. It's a couch that evolves with you and your ever-changing needs. Stealth tech system featuring immersive 5.1 surround sound by Harman Kardon travels through the fabric and upholstery on your couch to deliver unparalleled immersive audio experience. Learn more at lovesack.com. Love, S-A-C, lovesack.com. Designed for life furniture. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. 
you know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service. Discover. Central Chevrolet Cadillac invites you to stop in and see our vintage Chevrolet on display. Originally owned by Mr. W.R. Bill Weaver, Central's 90th anniversary is coming up in May, and we invite you to get ready to celebrate with us. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 3207 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro. Central Chevrolet Cadillac, your home for meet or beat prices for almost 90 years. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes, with tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. Oh! It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. And welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 9303-776 is the number to call. What is the biggest what if ever for your team? I still got plenty more to make it through today's <laughs> show as we've got another hour after this. But uh, I know Keith, just in talking during the breaks, you've got you've got several that yeah. you want to throw out for your for your various teams that you pull for as well. Been a St. Louis Cardinal fan my whole life. Mm-hmm. What if Don Denkiger doesn't blow that call in Game 6 of the 1985 World Series? What happens then? I think the Cardinals win that World Series. There was the game between Arkansas and Arkansas State in the NIT Mm -hmm. that I broadcast that wound up going to overtime. But Arkansas was putting on full-court press And after a made basket, Arkansas State ran a play where they passed it from out of bounds to out of bounds, which is legal. After a made bucket, you can run up and down the baseline. Mm -hmm. You can also pass it up and down the baseline. They threw a pass. 
the Razorback defender, and I forget which one it was, reached out to grab the ball. He was out of bounds. That's supposed to be a technical foul. Didn't get called. Big 8 officiating crew. What if that gets called? Because it would have been two shots and the basketball. What if? What if? Several more to get to. Coming up in the second hour of the program, I've got a list, and of course it continues to grow. It gets bigger? (laughs) (laughs) About every five minutes I think of another one. I'm just like, ugh, should have stretched this out into a into a two-parter but uh but that's that's okay you know with that see that was 1987 yeah one of the fascinating things about that game is that was you know right at the beginning of of the nolan richardson era that was his first year so if that game had gone in a different direction could Nolan's time at Arkansas have gone in a different direction? You, you would ba- think, yes. Based on the way Frank Broyles looked at halftime, it would have gone in a different direction. I have never seen a man's face that purple without the assistance of face paint. Frank was not happy at halftime. And then if you get rid of Nolan, do you win that national championship without yeah. him? Probably not. Probably not, because he was remarkable. He was a phenomenal coach. Um, I, I had another one that was kind of Arkansas State and Arkansas <clears throat> related as it pertains to, to basketball. But, you know, you go back to 1981, and West Memphis standout Keith Lee was... I'm still irritated about that. <laughs> I'm New York Mets level irritated about that. <laughs> Keith Lee had been uh, a guy who had committed to Arkansas State's Committed early to Arkansas State, but on signing day, he ended up going with Memphis State, and we'll talk more about that in a second. Gail, we, we do have uh, some music about to hit, but throw us out your what if. Uh, my what if is what if Bo Jackson hadn't got hurt. Yeah. And uh, Keith, uh, Nolan's first year was at 85. It wasn't 87. <laughs> okay, but he was still, yeah, he was still relatively new at, at Arkansas, so not that many yeah, games. I remember that yeah. was his first year. But, they said if he had lost that game, he might not have been the coach no more. I don't think he would have been. Yeah. Now, I could be wrong, but. Yeah. Sounds like that was yep. that was the case. But, yeah, Bo Jackson is a fascinating one. What if Bo Jackson never got hurt? Because you're talking about uh, you're talking about two significant impacts, you know, in, in multiple sports, multiple teams. Right. Yeah. No well, anyway, that's, that's mine. I'll talk to you all later. Hey, thanks for the phone call today, Gail. Thank you. I mean, there's... You can still debate the greatest athlete of all time. Because it's fun, why not? But if Bo Jackson stays healthy, and if he goes on to have remarkable careers in football and baseball, you don't really get to debate that question anymore. I mean, he's already one of the front runners, anyways. Yeah. Then it becomes a no-doubter. But... Keith, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for having me. We'll uh, continue this conversation in the second hour of the program. Still a lot more to get to. And also some NBA talk, some Cardinals talk. We'll break down the skirmish or the brouhaha or whatever we want to call it. And so much more when we come back in the second hour of the program. Keep it with us on the ticket.
This is Will Oswald with your Thursday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. For the first time in 22 years and only the second time in history, an Arkansas State women's golfer makes the NCAA championship field as an individual competitor. Olivia Schmidt will be one of six individual golfers taking part along with the teams in the Tallahassee Regional on May 9th through 11th in the Florida Panhandle. Amanda Beeler, the only other A-State women's golfer to make the field as an individual. That was in the 2000 East Regional, hosted by Ohio State. In baseball yesterday, the Cardinals avoided a three-game sweep at the hands of the Mets with a 10-5 win at Bush Stadium. Nolan Arenado, three for three with three RBI and an ejection. He was tossed from the game along with first base coach Stubby Clapp when the bench is cleared after Arenado took a pitch up and in in the bottom of the eighth. Cards open a four-game series with the Diamondbacks this evening pregame at 550 on 95.9 The Wolf. Right now, take $70 off in-stock sets of Kumho tires at Plaza Tire Service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Celebrate Cinco de Mayo at the biggest Cinco de Mayo celebration in Northeast Arkansas. Thursday, May 5th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Be there for authentic Hispanic and Cuban cuisine served buffet style. Indulge yourself with a wide variety of customized adult beverage creations. Get lost in the night with live music from Mariachi Azteca. Dance the night away with live DJs, plus there's photo booth fun and a whole bunch more all hosted by us. It's time to gather again, so bring your friends to the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center and celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Tickets are only $40, and that gets you a buffet full of authentic Hispanic and Cuban cuisine, plus beverages, live music, dancing, and a night out. VIP packages are available for tables of eight with even more benefits. And party-only tickets with no food and beverages are only $15. And a portion of the proceeds will go toward a scholarship fund prepared by El Centro Hispano. Celebrate Cinco de Mayo, Thursday, May 5th, at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center. Tickets are on sale at the Embassy Suites Lobby Bar at El Centro Hispano and on Facebook when you search Embassy Suites Jonesboro. Let NEA Golf Cars keep you from becoming your golf group's Can I Ride With You guy. You know, the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with. NEA Golf Cars offers new carts at all the top brands, including Onward by Club Car and a large selection of used carts, plus all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season. Go to NEAGolfCars.com or call 236-GOLF for more information. It's goodbye Can I Ride With You guy and hello sweet ride. Thanks to NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. At Plantigan Sports in Jonesboro, they know it's finally time to get outside, and they've got you covered no matter the sport. Get by Plantigan for new and used equipment and apparel for both youth and adults in baseball and softball. They also have what you need for soccer, golf, disc golf, and much more. And if you have outdoor sports equipment at your house that's no longer being used, bring it by Plantigan and turn it into cash. Before you head outside this spring, go inside Plantigan Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Hey, have you downloaded that new Deals Around Town app? I haven't. What's that? It's a new free app that can save you a ton of money at local businesses like Gearhead Outfitters, Munchies, Gossip Nails, Fat City, Steamroller Blues, China Buffet, Upper Crust Pizza Company, Los Arcos, Enhancements Boutique. (sighs) Yeah, and that's just a few. Wow. So tell me again what to search. Deals Around Town. It's easy to download and so much savings. Oh, I love this. Deals Around Town. And don't forget, it's free. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with a locally owned five-star rated and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking roof raiders. 
Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection, 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara Ritchie and Cade Carlton hanging out with you today. 930-3776 is the number to call. And the CavanaughCars.com question. It is a uh, it's a day of what ifs. What is the biggest what if in history for your team? Kind of kept it local in hour one and looked at Several regarding Arkansas State, but we'll look at, well, I'll look at some of the pro teams I follow, but I know some of you follow as well, and we'll dive into that in an hour two. Do you want to pick up where we left off uh, conversation-wise right at the end of the noon hour? Because we were talking about Keith Lee. Uh, Keith Lee, of course, was a guy who played for, well, played in the NBA for quite a while. Um, he was a West Memphis native, West Memphis high school guy, and uh, had a great collegiate career at Memphis. But uh, the note with Keith Lee is back in 1981, he was set to sign at a high school with Arkansas State. In fact, he had committed um, fairly early on in, in the process to becoming a then-Indian. And at 8 o'clock on the morning of National Signing Day, Lee said he was still committed to Arkansas State. And the media that uh, were from Jonesboro were alerted so they could make the drive over to West Memphis for a 12 o'clock press conference. Keith Lee didn't show up for the press conference. And then later on signed to play at then Memphis State. So the question was, all right, between... The day of signing day and April 27th, when he signed with Memphis State, what happened? Well, he got a letter from Arkansas head coach Eddie Sutton warning him basically that, uh, hey, if you sign with with A-State, we're going to sick the NCAA on you and make sure the program has to face some probation and some some disciplinary measures. All right, let's take it off. I still have, uh, well, I found a copy of that letter from Eddie Sutton to Keith Lee. So that letter was enough to scare Keith Lee off. And, you know, during his collegiate career there in Memphis, Keith Lee averaged 19 points per game. He averaged 10 rebounds per game. Could have been a bit of a program changer for Arkansas State in the early 80s. And I I just went blank on his teammate's name that he was supposed to bring along with him. But shoulda, coulda, woulda, as it did not happen. 
go to David on the Ritter Communications Hotline. How are you? I'm good. I was going to say, I think that NIT game between Arkansas and Arkansas State was, was in 85. It was Nolan Richardson's first year. Um, I'm pretty sure it was. I was there, but I, I thought it was his first year that he was at the school. And on the Keith Lee thing, I was teaching at West Memphis High School, and they had the gym set up for that press conference, and the folks at the school had no idea where he was. And what I understood when I was there is that Frank Brawls and Eddie Sutton flew into the West Memphis airport and met with him that morning. And uh, they basically told him that they were going to do everything they could to put Arkansas State under investigation with the NCAA, told them there was going to be an investigation, and that if he didn't sign with Arkansas, then he wasn't going to sign with another Arkansas school. And uh, that's when he went to Memphis. Some good firsthand info, David. That's no, that's that that's not firsthand. That's just the way I understood the story sure. when I was there. But I mean, you again, you you were there at least at West Memphis, so you did know about you know the press conference and the fact that you know when it was time to sign, Keith Lee couldn't be found. So that's that's definitely some personal invite insight that uh, we yeah, appreciate you sharing. I mean, most of the people most of the people at the school did not know he was going to be a no show. The I think the athletic director got wind of it as as it got close but uh yeah it was all set up in the gym for the big the big ceremony and i think asu possibly they were looking into some things at asu ncaa i can't remember if there was like a cloud of a possible investigation over the program or what i can't remember the details of that but uh the way i heard the story you know maybe just a myth (laughs) But uh, when I was there, that they had flown into the West Memphis airport that yeah, morning. Not, yeah, it's, yeah it's I can't, uh, you know, I, that's the first time I've heard that reported. But, you know, I can can verify that there was at least a, a letter sent from uh, Sutton yeah. to Lee because you can still find a, a copy of that online. The Internet never forgets. Well, it may be one of those stories that was passed on and passed on and passed on. But that's that's what the word was way back then. Sure. And, uh, and it could be true or untrue. But that's that's the way I always understood it when I was there. Well, again, we we definitely know that that morning of signing day, Keith Lee was set to become an Indian, and we know that three weeks later he was not. But check on that date on that game. I think that NIT game was Nolan Richardson's first year there. I keep seeing and, um, several different notes here that it was in 1987 and that Nolan was hired in '85. Really. I just for some reason I was thinking his first year. Uh, I actually played for the uh, ceremony at the governor's mansion when they hired him. They brought him in, had a big uh, wine and cheese party in the backyard. They had to delay it two or three times because of rain, mm-hmm. and then uh, then they got the thing together. They brought him in uh, from the from the airport, and uh, was there when they hired him. Yeah. I'm am du- sorry. I, I was double checking uh, on continuing to double check on dates, but uh, I mean okay. it was it was certainly close to the beginning of his time at uh, at Arkansas. Yeah. Well, that would have been what his third year then, if he came in '85. Yeah. Well, yeah, eighty second or third. What was I have to double check on the the date on that NIT game because he was there '85 <laughs> '86 was the first year, so '86 '87 was year two. 
So if it was in the, the spring of 87, then it was year two. If it was in the fall of 87, it was year three. Well, I was at that game, and I can tell you I've never felt that kind of electricity at any event I've ever been to as that was that night. And uh, on the drive back, everywhere we stopped to get gas or get snacks that night after the game, everyone across the state, all the way across coming back, had been watching it on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if, uh, if anybody wanted to go and do some breaking and entering... <laughs> <laughs> that night, they wouldn't have. Just, uh, what, hey, what would what would have happened if ASU had a had the convocation center back that year, and they had been able to host that game? That's an interesting question. And and one anyway. I, I I don't know, but David, we appreciate you calling in and sharing that insight All with right. us today. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, uh, NIT and not preseason NIT, so that does mean, of course, it was a spring game. It was in March of 87. So, again, Richardson's first year was 85-86, year two, 86-87. So, um, he was not brand new at the University of Arkansas when that game was played, but he wasn't that far away either. Let's go to the Ritter Communications hotline. Didn't get a message pop up. Is this is this Miss Lisa? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, how are you? I was, I was just, I'm good. I was just going to follow up with behind David here. And to my recollection, everything he told is what I've been told and heard. But I've got a little bit more okay. that will spice the pot, I think. Now, I cannot remember, and I, I'm ashamed to say I cannot remember, when Yvonne Richardson passed away, you know, she was sick right after Arkansas hired Coach Richardson. Mm-hmm. But I was told, I wasn't at the game. I watched it on television. But I was told that Frank Bulls did go in at halftime and pulled Coach Richardson aside and uh, told him, you either win or you're fired. Don't even walk out on the court. Now, that's what I was told. Okay. I didn't hear that, but that's what I was told. So I, what David said, you know, that goes along with what he said. Mm-hmm. Now, something else is pretty interesting that went on about 20, 25 years around here. When Benny Hayes uh, on the Hayes, I, I believe... Mr. Hayes has passed away now. Uh, now, Paragol and Mont Ridge still has Hayes, but uh, I know this to be true. When uh, the dude out of Wynn, help me with his name, Cade, somebody, David text in that was so good that Arkansas and Arkansas State wanted and Memphis, he wound up going to Memphis. D'Angelo Williams? Huh? D'Angelo Williams, like the running back? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's him. That's him. Okay. D'Angelo Williams, and I, I would love to tell the guy's name, but I, I, I don't have his permission to do so. It's a good friend of mine, so if you know the people I hang with, you'd probably you'd have a one out about that we eat lunch together all the time, a one in 15 to 20 chance at hitting it on the head. But he called, he called Houston Nutt and said, you better get over here 
Benny Hayes, um, and I wish I'd let David call back if he knows this story. David may know this better than me. But anyway, this person, this friend of mine that lives in Harrisburg, mm-hmm. called Houston Nutt and said, you better get over here because Benny Hayes has worked out a deal with D'Angelo Williams, and he's going to ASU. Huh. Yeah. And so, Houston, and of course, I can't mock Houston Nutt, but a little bit I'll try. <laughs> okay, brother. Brother, thank you for calling me, brother. I'll be, I'll be there. Oh my God, I get me and Coach Bulls build this fast. We can get there, you know. So here he comes to Jonesboro and meets with this guy from Harrisburg, who everybody knows, and it scared D'Angelo so bad, which it would have me too. Now it wouldn't have been no big deal. You know, it wouldn't have been a big deal at all. He could have had groceries for the rest of his life and his family and forget about all this stuff. That's why I'm happy we have NIL. I'm not so much about all this transferring, but I do like NIL. And uh, so he was scared to death to to go to ASU, afraid, you know, that he'd get in trouble. Well... Then it got out that this person, this friend of mine, called Houston Nutt and Coach Bulls. They were here in Jonesboro and didn't know how that would wind up. So he hightailed Memphis State out of it, as far as we know. And the rest is history. Now, if Arkansas would have stayed out of it, you know, we might have got the kid then. He's a grown man now. Do, do you remember him, Cade, when he – you probably don't because you're too young. But, see, I do because my son was playing football at high, in high school about that time at Greene County Tech. We couldn't even catch him. The whole team would run after him. He'd catch the ball, and our team would be on the 30-yard line, and he'd already be scored and spiking the ball. That's how good Memphis was. I mean, Wynn. Mm-hmm. Wynn had that real good coach. What was his name, Cade? He retired uh, a few years ago. Oh, he was Don, Was it Don Campbell? Was he at Wynn? No, yeah, that, yeah, that was it. That was it. And he was outstanding. He was a great coach, and and I've I've been to a lot of high school games, maybe not as much as a lot of y'all, but I've been to my fair share. Sure. And he, of all the players I've seen, you know, that made good Razorbacks, that made good Ole Miss players, made good Arkansas State players, by far, D'Angelo Williams was the best high school player I personally ever saw and and memphis got him and really i don't think i don't even know what he really did at memphis but he did enough to impress the pros and he had a great pro career but that actually happened what david said and then about my friend almost said his name called houston dale and boy houston dale was over here as fast as his car would get him here and, uh, you know, you look back on some of this stuff, it's a great topic, and I know I need to get off the phone. But I could sit here all day and tell you some stories that I still can't believe happened. Yeah. 
that we were a part of. I'm talking Arkansas when I say we. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure ASU people can tell them, too. It's just unbelievable what people will do. And we've done it before to get a certain kid. And then sometimes what happens, and I'm sure it's happened at Ole Miss and Arkansas State, too, they get all this stuff about, like, the SMU people. You, they can't um, tell on you. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you know, because they get you in trouble, but they get to your university and they don't do jack sprat. <laughs> so, anyway, but D'Angelo, that story was something else. It's Somebody needs to write a book. But anyway, that, what David said, he, yeah, Coach, Coach Richardson Dying daughter or not, he would have been fired, and I was told he was told that at halftime. Okay. So, and I believe the person that told me. Sure. So. Well, we appreciate you weighing in. Thank you for the phone call today, Miss Lisa. Bye. We'll see you. 9303776. Let's go back to the phones, check in with Zach. What's up again, Kara? What's up? I uh, had a quick question. Mm -hmm. I heard uh, Dave on here earlier. Uh, Did he say he taught in West Memphis back when Keith Lee was there? It, it sounded like he did, in fact, say that. Well, ask him if I ask him what year that was. Was that in the late seventies? And if so, ask him if uh, he ever was he a choir teacher or band. I mean, this is a conversation you're going to have to have with David. I, I don't know that information. Uh, I can tell you that the Keith Lee uh, signing or non-signing with Arkansas State went on in '81. I say, well, ask him if Sid Vicious, future WWE Hall of Famer, was ever in his choir class and what kind of singing voice he had. See you guys. Yeah, I don't talk wrestling on this show. 9303776 is the number to call during the break, but we have to take one. I've really enjoyed story time with you guys on the phone today. We'll keep it coming, but I want to throw out some more of my answers right after this for the KavanaughCars.com question. We'll be back in a moment on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Chill and Grill is back with a mega blowout meat sale. Get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Get on down to 2310 West Kings Highway in Paragold at the Quality Inn across from Lowe's and Harbor Freight. 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. That's right, 20 ribeyes, just 40 bucks. While supplies last. You love your truck. Implaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better with custom wheels, leveling kits, and the area's best selection of light truck tires, ATs, mud tires, and RTs up to 35s and bigger. Plaza Tire Service has the tires you want in stock today, and we'll help you select a great combination that gets your truck exactly the way you want it. In Jonesboro and South Caraway, and now at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, the biggest selection, the best service, and the lowest prices on light truck tires are at Plaza Tire Service. Swing drive to deep left. It's going, going. Another home run for 1812 Pizza Company. 1812 Pizza Company knocks it out of the park every time with a huge selection of the area's best pizzas, salads, and sandwiches, plus a great list of lunch specials. And there are a ton of ways to get it to your team. Dine-in, delivery, or drive through at their Race Street location. Or delivery, curbside pickup, or dine-in with members and guests at Hilltop. And you can order online at 1812pizzacompany.com. Send your crowd home happier than a walk-off homer with 1812 Pizza Company. 
At Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas, we know that great vision matters, both on the field and in the stands. The Glasses Shop at Vision Care Center features expert stylists and a broad selection of styles and frames. Plus, Vision Care Center offers diagnosis, treatment, and care for an assortment of eye conditions. Your road to excellent vision starts at Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas. Call 870-932-2211 to schedule an appointment today at any of our Jonesboro, Paragould, or Pocahontas locations. Hello, this is Angie Gallagher with United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. Springtime is here, and if you've been dreaming of owning riverfront property, here is your chance. We just listed two lots on the Spring River at Ravenden for only $36.5. Water and power are also available. Riverfront property doesn't last long, so call me today, Angie Gallagher, at 870-219-5159. And don't forget to check this property out on our website at unitedcountryozarks.com. Central Chevrolet Cadillac invites you to stop in and see our vintage Chevrolet on display. Originally owned by Mr. W.R. Bill Weaver, Central's 90th anniversary is coming up in May and we invite you to get ready to celebrate with us. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 3207 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro. Central Chevrolet Cadillac, your home for meet or beat prices for almost 90 years. The Mosquito Armageddon is upon us in Jonesboro and Northeast Arkansas and Southeast Missouri. Farm fields are being flooded with millions of gallons of water as we speak, throwing gasoline on the breeding fire of blood-sucking vampire mosquitoes no one likes. This alien invasion is happening, and Mosquito Joe needs to treat you now before it's too late. Mosquitoes have no benefit to humans. They must be exterminated. As a matter of fact, if a mosquito bites me, then bites you. It's like using the same syringe. And that's why they do what they do at Mosquito Joe. Imagine being able to open your door during the summer and I worry about 500 mosquitoes trying to get in your house or buzzing around your ear at night while you sleep. Yes, our treatment is pet friendly, yard friendly. We have all natural treatment that is bee friendly. Yes, this kills fleas, ticks, black flies, gnats, and no seams as well. And yes, this kills mosquitoes on contact when they land on what we've sprayed. Call us today at 576-4257 so we can begin treatment of your home or business before the mosquitoes crush your way of living. It's only $49 for the first spray. Mosquito Joe, make outside fun again. Call 576 576- 4257. What if you went to your secret hiding place and found just a phone number, 1-800-662-HELP? Before drugs take their toll on you and your family, make the call. For help with drug use, call 1-800-662-HELP for free and confidential information and treatment referral, or go to samhsa.gov slash know the risks. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Having a blast talking about today's KavanaughCars.com question. Kara and Kate here with you. And you all have shared some great stories with us today on the Ritter Communications Hotline. 9303776 is the number to call. And we'll tell you what that question is in just a moment, but I do want to remind you, if you have not yet, check out our great friends at KavanaughCars.com. Just such a great resource. For those of you that are looking for a vehicle, they've got all their inventory online, so you can search through there and pick out uh, your perfect ride. But here's something else they do at Kavanaugh. They will buy your vehicle, even if you're not going in to buy one from them. If you bring them a vehicle, they're going to cut you a check, and it's probably going to be for over the blue book value of your vehicle. I mean, sure, if you really want to, you can haggle with strangers on (laughs) social media, but... 
You're not going to have to go through that painful process if you just take that vehicle and sell it to Kavanaugh. Again, you take them a vehicle, they'll take you a check. And you can find out uh, all of the information there at KavanaughCars.com. Let's go to the phones and check in with Wade. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for the phone call. Awesome. Carla and I went to Columbus, Georgia over the weekend. My nephew got married. And we drove through, uh, I guess it's Columbus. Uh, well, of course, Columbus. But along the way, um, I'd have to look at my the map. We passed Alabama State. Um, I don't know very much about them. I know they're you know a smaller school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't see all the facilities. But I could see, I think, what was their football stadium. And uh, I think for probably they're probably FCS, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, it looked like it was a pretty decent uh, stadium. Pretty impressive for an FCS look like. So, um, anyway, I, uh, we went through Auburn, but we didn't have time to stop. Um, so I was hoping to get to see, you know, I've never seen the stadium there, but maybe next trip. So um, you guys are talking about what ifs, what have should have almost got them. Yeah, what, what is the biggest what if for, for your team? Um, I think it's probably football. Uh, Ole Miss, uh, gosh, I don't know exactly the year. Um, but it was, I want to say, is mid to late 80s maybe, I think. Um, close loss. And then, of course, the Texas loss. And then the Iowa loss. You know, all, all those could have could have really been big. So I think, I think that the um, Mississippi loss was a year that we were like five and six, and maybe it was a Steve Roberts year. So, you know, if you win that one, maybe Steve's here. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. that's enough to get it over. I don't know. Oh, uh, you never know. Uh, the Texas game, if I had to pick one, I'd say the Texas game is probably the one that I wanted because, if I'm not mistaken, Texas was pretty highly ranked, weren't they? I, I don't know. Um, even if they weren't, they were still Texas. So yeah. it still would have gotten yeah, yeah. A, a lot of yeah. national conversation going. I'm not I'm not 100% sure on the ranking, though. I'd have to go back and double-check. I, I know that the Iowa game, um, at the time I worked at the StarTech, um, and, you know, there were 700 people that worked there. Um, so it was somewhere in that time frame because I had a friend that was from Iowa um, that we kind of went back and forth during the game. And, uh, you know, I remember calling him saying, hey, we're right there. You know, we're, we're going to get you. And I'm pretty sure they were ranked – Maybe in the top 10 or 12, you know, maybe not one or two, but, you know, that would have been a great game also. No doubt. So, um, and then going old school, and this is going back a ways, what if ASU had uh, beaten Georgia Southern uh, for the national championship in 1AA back in, what, 86? That's a big one. You get a, another national a championship. One. Yeah, anytime you can change a play or two yeah. here or there and end up with a natty, uh, that's, a, that's a good yeah. question. Yeah, so... And then I guess another one that comes to mind for, you know, the Razorbacks, what if those three players don't let that, that uh, pop-up ball fall to the ground? They win a, you know, they'd, had a, they'd have a baseball championship now. Yeah, they would. So, anyway, so I guess we'll see what happens this year. Ohio State, I know, will be tough. But uh, I think uh, this year the, in the fall, ASU is going to win six, seven, eight games and be very competitive. I hope that's the so case. I hope times are better. Uh, it looks like baseball's maybe starting to trend up, so we'll see how we finish. Uh, can't wait for um, Coach Desi to get her, her team out there and show us what they got. Thanks for the phone call today, Wade. We appreciate it. Thanks for letting me call. Go Red Wolves. We'll see you soon. Uh, checking in, uh, yes, and, and Wade, by the way, your memory was correct with Texas being very, very highly ranked. That was the you know, opening uh, game in 2007, and Texas was ranked number four.
at that point when Arkansas State lost 21 to 13 on a blown call on an onside kick. Let's go and let's talk with Chuck. How are you? I'm doing good, Kara. How are you doing? How you doing good? Uh, I guess as far as my question of the day, what if Joe Burrow hadn't left Ohio State? You think LSU would have still won a national title under Ed? No. 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 I mean, I mean, I, I wish he hadn't. Have. I mean, we got a decent quarterback, a good quarterback back, but I think I'd much rather kept Joe. But that's my big what if. I mean, he turned around and had one of the best, you know, collegiate quarterbacking seasons ever, 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 ever. I mean, completing 76% of your passes is just an absurd, absurd number, especially especially when you have over 500 attempts. That's insane. Yes, it is. It is. So are you ready for the draft tonight? You know, I'm getting there. I, I think it's kind of an interesting one because you don't have – normally what drives a draft conversation is quarterbacks, Right. You know, uh, what yes. what, uh, what quarterback's going to be taking number one? Are they going to be good enough to excel at the NFL level? Blah, 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 blah. Well, you don't, you don't have that storyline this year. Like, uh, you know, there are a lot of questions, and, and there's a lot of speculation about Malik Willis, but not as, like, a top-tier draft pick. I mean, we're going to see, like, a defensive end or an offensive tackle or a cornerback taken first overall tonight, and that's just not, not something we see a lot. Right. Oh, I agree with you. It should be interesting. It's the first time in a while that we didn't know. You know, we didn't already know by this time who was going number one. Yeah. You know? Uh, I didn't get to watch the A-State practice or scrimmage game Saturday, and I'm pretty sure you were there. I asked Brad about this, and I asked J.C., how did it go? Was it pretty – were they – I know you can't put a lot of sure. stock into it, but what, what's your opinion on it? I, I did not see anything in that game that like made me walk away with a huge amount of worry. Because you don't want to get too hyped by what you see, right? Because if your offense does right. well, well, maybe it's because your defense is bad and vice versa. But I didn't see anything that happened in that game where I was just like, oh bleep, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, I felt, like, uh, I felt like Blackman you know, was crisp and accurate on his passes. Uh, I, I felt like there were some other units that looked good. I, I do feel like it's still there were still a lot of questions that I have about this team that were not answered. You know, uh, I, I still feel like there's going to have to be improvement at the offensive line. And then I also, you know, there were a ton of players in the secondary from the secondary that were held out of of practice. So my concern about whether or not next year this defense is going to be able to limit the explosive plays it was such a huge Achilles heel we didn't necessarily see an answer for that for that either but I'm not like I'm certainly not down in the dumps after walk, watching that uh, that spring game well you know the, the take care of that problem Carrie. it all starts with your defensive line man if they can and your linebacker if you can get good defensive line and linebacker play that would take care of a lot of that how yeah. did they look I'm encouraged by the defensive ends and the linebackers. I think the linebacking, I'm finally excited about a linebacking core because I think not only do you have some really, really good talent there in Kevon Bennett and King Makuta, but then you've also got a little bit more depth at that unit than we've seen before. On the D-line, I think the the defensive ends, Blaine Toll is going to be a nightmare for somebody, for probably a lot of somebody's. 
But my concern there is that there is not a large amount of depth at the interior of the D-line. So that is still a little bit of a concern, and we'll have to see how that's addressed via the portal. Okay. Yeah, that was my next question. And Is there any way he could bring in some more guys for the depth, you know, defensive line for depth? Yeah, I, I didn't know what we had left out there. I, I think so, and I don't know how many spots are open because A-State has had several players <laughs> hit the portal in – in uh, the last week and trying to figure out portal math is not not something I'm smart enough to do or even close to so I don't know how many spots Jones has to work with but if I have to to guess you know he might have as many as as four or five and I think you know they're still probably looking for an offensive lineman and an interior defensive lineman and I don't know what else is on the wish list after that right yeah, you almost have to be a rocket scientist to figure out the map for that. I agree with you, man. Yeah. I'm not smart enough either. But that's basically all I had, Kara. I appreciate you taking my call. Y'all have a great day and go Red Wolf. Hey, thanks for calling you too, Chuck. We'll see you. 9303776 is the number to call, but we need to take a quick break first. We'll come back right after this on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. We're all looking for ways to enjoy the spring weather. But before you head outdoors, head to Mr. T's at Riverside. You know Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the best prices with hundreds of selections from around the world available. Whether it's across the Kahlua colored waters of the St. Francis River at Cardwell or in the curve at Red Onion, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. And as always, Mr. T's is open 365 days a year, even on Sunday. Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. When it comes to servicing your vehicle, trust the folks at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Purcell provides unbeatable service, and that includes free alignment checks on their state-of-the-art Hawkeye alignment machine. Plus, every Tuesday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for just $37.95. And Purcell continues to be the home of the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires. Call them at 972-TIRE, 972-TIRE, or go see your friends at Purcell Tire and Service Center, Parker and Caraway, Jonesboro. Save big this week at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost, plus 10% at checkout. Get fresh ground beef sold in a 10-pound tube for $1.95 a pound. Prairie Fresh bone-in sirloin pork chop value packs, 98 cents a pound. 12 packs of Pepsi products are three for ten eighty-eight when you buy three or more. And there's a huge Kraft Heinz buy eight, save $8 save. Be smart. Shop Food Smart. Now open in Jonesboro and the two former Hayes Supermarkets locations on Nettleton and on G Street. Home buyers throughout Northeast Arkansas continue to praise the team at First Financial Mortgage. Here's what Angela had to say. We bought and refinanced through First Financial Mortgage. It was an easy, stress-free process both times. We will continue to use them and refer everyone to them. I also had a friend getting a mortgage from a bank, and she was having a horrible experience. I gave them the number for Mary at First Financial Mortgage, and now they own their own house, which relieves so much stress for them. Call Mary Tucker today, 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, equal housing lender. Member FDIC. At First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, it is important that we are where you are. You see, it's not only about offering the latest in banking technology, it's also about being there for you. We pride ourselves in having multiple locations where you are never far from one of our offices. We know it's important to you that from time to time you visit with us personally about a product or service or just a question about your account. We know the convenience of that service is important. You see, it's not just about the products we offer, but it is also about convenience. 
That's why we are where you are. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. Central Chevrolet Cadillac invites you to stop in and see our vintage Chevrolet on display. Originally owned by Mr. W.R. Bill Weaver. Central's 90th anniversary is coming up in May, and we invite you to get ready to celebrate with us. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 3207 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro. Central Chevrolet Cadillac, your home for meet or beat prices for almost 90 years. You know, it's hard to think about your yard being green right now, but this is the time to let Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed go to work for you. Call Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed today at 870-219-3446 and let them go to work to ensure that you'll have the greenest yard in your neighborhood come springtime. Better yet, bundle Mojo's Weed and Feed with their lawn care service and save 15%. What are you waiting for? The time is now. If you want the greenest yard in the neighborhood in the spring, let Mojo go to work for you today to lay the foundation for a beautiful lawn. Call Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed today, 870-219-3446. That's 870-219-3446. Ensure a super green yard in the spring by letting Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed go to work for you today. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Dun, 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 dun. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate still with you. 9303776, the number to call. What is the biggest what if in your team's history? You all have had some great ones on Twitter today at Kara underscore Richie, and you can continue to weigh in there. Of course, earlier we talked a lot about, you know, the 5-5 five and five era for Arkansas State. Chris Woodard throws out the question of what if that replay crew doesn't overturn fourth down at Western Kentucky in 2011? There's yeah. th- there are a ton of games in the five and five era that people probably you know love or remember more than that. But if you had to go back and circle circle the most pivotal game during that time period, it was at Western um, in the Hugh Freeze season because you know I've I've heard Tom Castle talk about how that was the most important game because that was a game where the team kind of bought in. They're like, all right, we can win, we can have success, we can do this. It wasn't the first win of the season. And obviously, it was not close to the last, but it was it was the most pivotal. And everything after that is history. Some of your other answers. Red Wolf Ron is on the same page as, as Keith, bringing up the 1987 NIT game. One from AJ. And I knew this one was going to come up at some point in time today. It was just a question of when. But he asked, what if Bobby Petrino never took that motorcycle ride? That is a good one. Sean, a Cowboy fan. <laughs> What if Jerry Jones had just shut his mouth and let Jimmy run the team? <laughs> An all-timer there. But uh, also, uh, Mr. A asked, what if other D1 programs saw the potential in Ryan Applin that Steve Roberts' coaching staff did? Of course, A-State was App's offer, singular. He came here, and obviously uh, the things that happened during that era that we've referenced so many times today don't happen without him at the helm. So nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call. Looking at at the NBA, you know, there's such a, a great one for the Grizzlies, um, and and not really in a good sense. You know, you flash back to one of the Driz- Grizzlies draft picks, all the way back in two thousand nine, and 
you can't help but wonder what if the Grizzlies drafted literally anybody. Yes. Other than Hashim Thabit. Because, you know, Blake Griffin went number one in that draft to the to the Clippers out of Oklahoma. And obviously, like, the big prize in that 2009 draft was Steph Curry. Because we've seen, I mean, just for, duh, obvious reasons. But there were 35 players selected in that draft after the beat that went on to play more seasons than he did. 35! So, sure, they could have drafted Curry, but they could have drafted Harden, who was taken next at number three. They could have taken Tyreek Evans. They could have taken Ricky Rubio. DeMar DeRozan, Brandon Jennings, Tyler Hansborough, who actually even played longer than Thabit did, even though he didn't necessarily have a remarkable career. You had J. Rue Holiday, James Johnson. Jeff Teague has been in the league and been more important of a contributor than Thabit ever was. And the list just goes on and on and on and on and on. Because, again, just literally anyone. It could have had Pat Bev, who now is the biggest thorn in Memphis' side. Anybody other then Hashim the beat, and you wonder what would have happened. Yeah, I do think they're because the story goes like they were they really wanted Harden, but Harden did not want to play in Memphis, and so Harden pretty much tanked his pre-draft workout. Like he was bricking shots and just like did not want to be there, and told Memphis that he was not going to play if he was drafted by the Grizzlies, and so they went to Hashim the beat and let the Thunder take Harden. One of the other times, of course, that the Grizzlies got to pick at number two more recently was significantly more kind. An interesting note about that, as you all know I'm referencing John Morant, is what had to happen in the NBA draft lottery for the Grizzlies to get there. What if the Grizzlies didn't get the second pick? Because that was certainly going into that draft lottery on May the 14th in 2019. That was not something people thought would happen. In fact, just the way that that draft worked it out, worked out. Period with with the Pelicans at number one and the Grizzlies at number two. Like th- those weren't supposed to happen. Neither team had high high odds to be able to pick at that place. In fact, the Knicks, the Cavaliers, the Bulls, the Suns, the Hawks, and the Wizards all had better odds to land the number two pick than the Grizzlies did. But instead, all of those teams ended up picking you know third through ninth in the draft. It wasn't supposed to go that way for the Grizzlies. But sometimes the basketball gods smile on you and your franchise and the Grizzlies ended up with that second pick. And it's kind of wild to think about now, but there was no way ever in 2019 that Zion Williamson was not going to go number one. So that just meant the Grizzlies had John Morant there for the taking at number two and, and everything else has been history. And we've been watching one of the funnest eras of, of Memphis Grizzlies basketball ever since. It is not something that is a familiar feeling as a Grizzlies fan. Yes, it, it happened, at, I think, one season at the peak of the grit and grind era where any game you watch on any given night, you feel like your team has a very good chance to win. And not where your team has to go out and have your best player drop 40 and your biggest player haul in 20 rebounds and your best shooter go 8 for 8 from the arc and your best defender be able to lock down their all You don't have to go through all of these mental gymnastics to talk yourself into the Memphis Grizzlies winning on any given night. You just feel like at this point in time, this is a team that if they go out and they play their solid basketball, there's a good chance more often than not that they can come out on top. And so much of that is credit to John Morant and the talent on this team right now. And it's uh, obviously a lot of fun, but 
again, when you look at the, the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, biggest what ifs, they both revolve around a number two draft pick. Yeah. What if they had not drafted the beat? What if they had not gotten that lucky bounce from the uh, the lottery on that 2019 season? Some fun questions. Obviously, we'll talk a, a lot more Grizzlies with you tomorrow as we get ready for uh, for Game 6 as, as Memphis heads back up to Minnesota. But uh, did not get a, a wish we tried to speak into existence yesterday. Really wanted that Denver and Golden State series to go one more game. Because now uh, you've got kind of you've got a situation you don't necessarily want to see on on some tired Memphis legs. You've either got a situation where the Grizzlies lose on Friday and have to go into a game seven, or you've got a situation where the Grizzlies win on Friday and then turn right back around and start the second game. You're playing Sunday regardless, and and really you kind of just hoped that maybe they would get another day to to rest, but. It's not the case. Anyways, uh, we'll move on from that discussion. We've got one more break to take in all day today. I've been uh, ready to dive into the kerfuffle or the skirmish or the, it wasn't quite a brouhaha, but it was not too far away either. But the thing that happened yesterday between the Cardinals and the Mets, we'll dive into it when we come back. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. When I'm governor, we will keep schools open, not closed. We will educate kids, not indoctrinate them with the left's agenda. We will empower parents, not bureaucrats. And we will prepare students for the workforce, not government dependency. I believe every kid growing up in this state should have access to a quality education, a good job, and a better life right here in Arkansas. Sarah Huckabee Sanders will fight back against Biden and the radical left's agenda. Inflation is a pay cut for every Arkansan, and Biden's policies are only making it worse. As governor, I'll begin phasing out the state income tax to give you a pay raise and unleash bold reforms to make Arkansas one of the best places to start and grow a business, creating thousands of new high-paying jobs. Fighting back against the radical left, empowering Arkansans. Sarah Huckabee Sanders for governor. Paid for by Sarah for governor. Hey, Paragool. Tired of high prices at the grocery store? Well, Chill and Grill is back with a mega blowout meat sale. Wholesale to the public. Get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. That's right, 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Family packs of steak, chicken, seafood, and pork. Get on down to 2310 West Kings Highway in Paragool outside the Quality Inn across from Lowe's and Harbor Freight Wednesday, April the 27th through Saturday, April the 30th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. That's right, 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Chill and Grill also has T-bones, New York strips, fillets, boneless, skinless chicken breasts, and a variety of seafood and shrimp. Don't miss out. Get on down to 2310 West Kings Highway in Paragould outside the Quality Inn across from Lowe's and Harbor Freight. Wednesday, April the 27th through Saturday, April the 30th from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. That's right, 20 ribeyes for just 40 bucks while supplies last. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best low terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. Jim's Pawn Shop will take care of 
Your vehicle is a personal and important investment. At Central Collision Center, we're more than collision repair. We do everything from minor paint touch-ups and windshield replacements to framework. We're committed to customer satisfaction and provide the highest quality of service. At Central Collision Center, we provide honest and expert auto care and offer a written lifetime warranty and on-site rental car arrangements. Stop by or give us a call today to schedule your free estimate. Central Collision Center, professional, convenient, reliable. Find Central Chevrolet on Stadium and online at centralcollisionctr.com. Central Chevrolet Cadillac invites you to stop in and see our vintage Chevrolet on display. Originally owned by Mr. W.R. Bill Weaver, Central's 90th anniversary is coming up in May, and we invite you to get ready to celebrate with us. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 3207 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro. Central Chevrolet Cadillac, your home for meet or beat prices for almost 90 years. Swegman Storehouse 3102 Fox Road in Jonesboro is your only stop for all of your office products. Swegman Storehouse offers top brand items and custom services designed with your business in mind. Keep your business running smoothly with delivery from the Swegman Storehouse dock to your door in as little as 24 hours. And Swegman Storehouse is now bringing you top-of-the-line office furniture from chairs to executive desks and everything in between. Swegman Storehouse is the place you need to help your business succeed. 3102 Fox Road in Jonesboro. Everything for your facility done right the first time and every time you've already mailed it in at work today so you might as well keep it right here back to the workday red zone Happy draft day, by the way. Haven't had a ton of time to dive into that today, but obviously we'll look at uh, what happens at the first round when we're with you tomorrow. I've never heard this story before. Apparently, Peyton Manning was almost late to his very own draft because Ryan Leaf's brother was getting a fake ID. You're just going to have to trust me on that. It's on <laughs> Twitter, so that obviously means it's true. Uh, 9303776, if you want to get the last word of today's show, what's the biggest what-if ever for your team? This is certainly not the biggest what-if in Cardinal history or even close to it, but it's one of my favorite stories, so I'm going to tell it anyways. But what if Bobby Bonilla had not been injured at the beginning of the 2001 season? Um, when he got to the end of spring training, the Cardinals were trying to figure out what they were going to do roster management-wise, and they had a young, promising player named Albert Pujols that had had uh, an incredible spring, but, you know, they were anticipating starting his career that season in, not starting his career, but continuing to have him in the minors for that season. Then he got closer and closer to the 2001 season opener, and uh, Bobby Bonilla was not going to be able to play. Albert Pujols, one of the last guys to make the major league roster. And although, again, this is not certainly not the biggest what-if in Cardinal history because... With a generation, generational talent like Albert Pujols, he would have made it there soon enough. But what it did mean is that he was able to be on the team for opening day that year at the Rockies. And the cool thing about that was is that it just so happened that very same day, Stan the Man Musial was in town for a card show. He was not scheduled to be out at he was not scheduled to be there out at Coors Field. He just happened to walk up to the window. They're like, hey, uh, my name is is Stan, and I was wondering if I could get a ticket for today's game. I mean, that was generally the conversation. Of course, the ticket people were like, oh, my God, and they realized he was there and ended up 
getting him down on the field to throw out the first pitch on opening day and all of that, but it kind of is just this really incredible kind of a behind-the-scenes passing of the torch moment because Stan the Man, because of all of those things that happened, was in attendance for Albert Pujols' MLB debut. And you wonder maybe, you know, who's... Who is Albert going to be in attendance for <laughs> on down the road? It's just been obviously an incredible story uh, with him with the Cardinals. Did not see him throwing any haymakers yesterday. <laughs> it was a certainly a wild one to wrap up that Cardinals Mets series. D Money, what's up? Hey, did they ever? Has it been announced yet where Lincoln Perry's going? No. I was really, really disappointed to hear that. I understand why because his usage of the at the spring game was ridiculous. It should have been a hell of a lot more. They didn't throw it to him at all either, which I thought was a miscalculation. But, uh, yeah, we're talking about uh, Blackman and, and the other kid, the, the, uh, the lefty. Mm-hmm. The left-handed kid ought to be the star. Well, he's not going to be. I know he's <laughs> I not going to be. I know to tell you. I mean, I was on the field. I mean, I was, I was a center judge sitting right in the backfield with him. That young man has much better command of the playbook. He makes a much faster decision. His arm's just as good. There's just there's something about Blackman I cannot put my finger on it that he just he just doesn't seem settled. He he's very very ambiguous in the pocket. There's not he's not decisive with the ball at all. So I just I I don't know. I I, I think the the lefty was going to wind up playing. Jackson will play some anyway this year because I I don't know if Blackman can make it through a season. Quite honestly, because I don't. What I saw out of the offensive line was not good. Yeah, they've got a transfer quarterback coming in from Miami of Ohio. I mean, if if you redshirt daily, if there's any possible way to, I would say yeah. But I just I think he's going to they're going to have to play him out of necessity. I really do. Have there been any act, uh, active things going on today as far as them pr- trying to? procure some more uh, offensive linemen? Not anything that is announced. I've seen, I mean, throughout the week, I've constantly seen, you know, Arkansas State offered this player, Arkansas State offered that player, both transfers and high school players, but uh, I've not seen any um, commitments or signings. Okay, because that... That's what they need. <laughs> they really yeah. need help with is the other line. Yeah, I wonder if you know you you wait until May first to start to really uh, tackle, not pun intended, the the incoming players because you've got until May first uh, until players can announce that they're leaving. So after May first, you know exactly what you're looking at roster wise and how many spots you got. Well, from what I saw numbers wise, there there's going to be quite a few spots open, and God, I hope they get some offensive and defensive linemen. Both both lines to me were just not great. I, I was I was really disappointed in their uh, in their play, but maybe something maybe something will happen. Maybe they can catch a couple of kids and it'll seal it up. But we'll see. I mean, that's what happens when you have three years where you only sign JUCO linemen and then they graduate out of the program and then you got to start all over again. Yeah, that's a problem. So uh, I mean, I, I can't remember with the composition of their class was this year that they signed. But didn't they sign at least two or three high school kids? They signed like 21 high school kids and like five of them were offensive linemen. No, no, that's what I was asking. How many offensive linemen did they did Oh, they it, it was five or six. It was a lot. It was a lot. Thank God. So, all right, well, maybe they, some of them might have to play. I hear the music. Y'all have a great day. It's beautiful out. Open the windows. Take Crash World Walk. He's getting big, by the way. Yeah. That so, is. Have a great one.
Thanks, D-Money. JD, apologies, but uh, we're, we're done with the show today, and we got to go through the outro and, and get out of here. We appreciate everybody who, who listened today. Appreciate everybody who called. I heard some great stories today that I hadn't heard before, and I really enjoyed it. So thank you to all of you who contributed to that. And, of course, we appreciate Keith Merritt for hanging out with us in our number one as well. Hey, keep it here. The setup with Kate and Andrew is next, followed by The Drive with Brad Bobo. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budro at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. Workday Red Zone will be back tomorrow to wrap up the week at noon. So for Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon.